Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we watched Rip Girls, uh, continuing our parade of movies made in the 2000s. There's a lot. This is only April. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I think I said that last time. You were like, it's only February. Well, we did do two in the same month that were not actually but Yeah, that's right. So that did make some additional ones. Okay, so Rip Girls stars Camilla Bell. And she is an actress, but the only reason we know her... Well, I looked at her, like, acting credits, and she didn't really have any, like, notable roles. She was in the remake of, like, When a Stranger Calls, yeah. but I've never seen that. But she dated Joe Jonas right after Taylor Swift did, and she is rumored to be the subject of the Taylor Swift classic, Better Than Revenge, about a girl stealing your boyfriend. Yes, it's not a good song. We don't approve of slut-shaming. We don't like that. But at the time, before... I knew that slut shaming was a bad thing. It was a banger. I used to love this song before I learned any better. I mean, Taylor Swift knows now, too. She doesn't play this song yeah. anymore. Yeah, it's not good, but back in the day, whenever I was ignorant and stupid. When I, yeah, when I was in eighth grade, I was like, oh, this song is so good. Yeah. Even though it's like, they didn't teach you that in prep school. And I was like, oh, I go to private school. <laughs> yeah, literally. But also, there was like a little bit of drama I saw in an article where like. With um, Katy Perry? Well, that too, but yeah, she would, like, tweet things sometimes that, like, kind of reference things that could have been taken, like, as subtweeting Taylor Swift, basically. Yeah, well, whenever, um, it was, like, the height of, like, Taylor Swift and Katy Perry, and Katy Perry would be like, why aren't you support, like, women supporting women, even though Katy Perry would turn around and do the exact same thing, like, you don't, like, support women, and then really switch, switch, bitch. Anyway, (laughs) she tweeted something like that, and then Camilla Bell responded, that's like, couldn't have said it better myself. And everyone was like, oh, remember this song? Well, yeah, and Camilla Bell um, was in the Love Bug music video. In case you didn't oh, know. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, she is. Um, I oh. always thought that the song was about her, but I guess it wasn't, because I think that's where her and Joe actually met. But also... If I, I was found- Taylor Swift, I would be angry that I was not in the Love Bug music video. <laughs> I found this article that talked about Joe Jonas's ex-girlfriends. And I know this is not about Joe Jonas, but I have to bring it up now, because whenever we get to Camp Rock, we'll have, like, other drama to talk about. So I want to talk about this. So, Joe Jonas dated first... His first girlfriend that they said in the article was Mandy. We love Mandy. And then oh, that, I thought that was Nick's girlfriend. No, it was Joe's. So that's the song Mandy is about. Um, and then there was some girl who I don't know. I don't know that she was actually famous or not. But then it was Taylor Swift. After that, it was Camilla Bell. After that, it was Demi Lovato. After that, apparently he dated Ashley Green for a while. That's Alice from Twilight. Uh, then he dated Gigi Hadid, apparently. Um, yeah, I knew that. Because oh, there was, like, a thing whenever, like, she was friends with Taylor Swift. They were like, oh. Oh, but before Taylor Swift, sorry, I missed this. He dated AJ Mashaka, and apparently, <laughs> apparently, potential breakup song is about Joe Jonas. Oh, I think I did hear about that one. <laughs> I learned that whenever I was doing research for this. I know, again, Joe Jonas is not in this, but I just thought I needed to share that news. So, um, the only other person I have from the cast was the dad. His name was Dwyer Brown, and he was in Seventh Heaven. He played a character named Kevin, but not Kevin Kenkirk, the one that Mary, Mar- the one that Lucy marries, um, just a random person who uh, Eric helps. So. He was he was the son in Field of Dreams. If anyone has ever seen Field of Dreams, I've only seen like bits and pieces of it. I've seen it sometime, but I don't remember it. Um, and then there was a guy named I hope I pronounced this right, Keon Keon Young. He, I was like, oh, he looks kind of familiar. He's, um, one, he's in Return to Halloween Town, and then two, he's in the Even Stevens movie. He's, like, one of the, um, like, uh, native people who says, welcome, Stevens family! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
And then in Return to Halloween Town, he's the dad of the triplets. <laughs> yeah, I did not really look into anybody else much further. Well, no, okay, literally, literally no one else in this movie even has a picture on IMDb. Yeah, well, I clicked on some of them, and literally some of them are just this movie. Yeah, that's so. all, like, this person is known for Rip Girls. Yeah, so. <laughs> so literally, no, yeah, no one else. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this movie starts, uh, we see a young girl looking out a plane window at Hawaiian Islands, and she starts narrating... And she says she was born there in Hawaii, but she left soon after, so she doesn't really remember much. Um, She says that her dad never wanted to come back to Hawaii because of mom, and she doesn't really remember her. That's all we really get about mom and the relationship. Yeah, and so then we, like, see this other woman, and this woman is named Elizabeth. It's her stepmom, and she was saying, Elizabeth is really the only mom that I've ever known. Yeah, she says there's, like, a picture in her head of her birth mom, but... She says it's probably some old photograph, and I thought that would come into play later, but it didn't. It's just something that she said. Yeah, kind of. Um, so then she takes out her camera while still in the plane and starts taking a picture, like, through the plane window. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but I don't think that would come out very well. This is, no. like, it's a digital camera, apparently. It looks like, it looks like a video camera, it though. Look, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Apparently it's a digital camera, but it doesn't have, like, a screen that you can, like, look at what you've just taken. It was before that time, I guess. So she's just taking these pictures, and, like, the snapshots that they show in the movie make it seem, like, so clear and beautiful. And also, when they're flying over Hawaii, neither of us have been to Hawaii, but... It's like you can see how beautiful everything is, and every other time I fly, like you can't see all the stuff that clearly. Like all I see is highways whenever I fly. So I don't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it's like to land in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, so they ended up landing, and then they're in a car driving to wherever they're going. So they show up at this place, um, and whenever they get there, they get out of the car and they're like looking around a little bit, and then we see somebody with binoculars looking at the family. Do we ever find out who that is? It's implied, I'll tell you. Okay, because I never, I was, like, thinking about it halfway through the movie, and I was like, who the fuck was looking at her through binoculars? Yeah, so this, this random person who we don't know is looking at them through binoculars. Yeah, the place that they're at, it's, like, this giant, like, plantation full of plants, and it's, like, like this giant, like, field and land. Well, it's, like, an abandoned plantation, so, like, yeah. things are growing, but it's not actually, like, a, like farm or whatever like right. a working plantation so the her parents like go into this like house and sydney like goes off around the land and like goes and like takes pictures by herself and she comes up to the beach and she sees these kids surfing and just starts like taking their pictures yeah a bunch of pictures and like okay at this point i, re- I was talking about the camera again because i was like is this a film camera because she is not like checking her aperture or any of the settings. no well, yeah it just it looks like like the video camera that my dad used to like film our concerts with <laughs> to me it looked like an actual like film camera that she is using and she's not like doing anything and then later on we find out it's a digital camera because she just like plugs it into her computer and you can see the pictures yeah it's so weird I mean I guess digital cameras existed in 2000 but yeah they definitely did but I was too young to I don't know what they looked like I don't know yeah I only had disposable cameras up until I don't even know (laughs) yeah so she was taking pictures of the surfers um and then she's narrating and she was like I would never try something like that. I have my art classes and computer classes, but I always wondered what it'd be like. Well, yeah, she well, she didn't say she wasn't interested. She just said she'd never done something like that before, but she would, like, maybe try it sometime. Yeah, so then she goes back to the house where her parents are, and she starts walking around. Um, we see that it's a, it's a very old house, and Elizabeth starts, like, picking up, like, some of the stuff. She's like, oh, this is vintage. And Dad's like, no, no souvenirs. We're not taking anything back. Yeah, and Dad said <laughs> that we promised we weren't going to take anything back. 
And so then some random man just, like, walks in and, like, welcomes them. He's wearing, like, a Hawaiian shirt. And he's just like, oh, like, sorry I'm late or whatever. And so dad's kind of like, oh, like, who are you? And he introduces himself. His name is Bo. And he's like, oh, we spoke on the phone. And he is the, like, lawyer of the estate or something. And so dad was like, oh, like, he was like, oh, were you expecting someone in a suit? He was like, that's (laughs) not really how we do things here. Yeah, so then we cut to uh, Bo is explaining the will of the woman who owned the estate. Her name was Leilani. Mm-hmm. Um, and the entire estate has been left to Sydney, provided that she stay there for two weeks. Yeah, and so, first of all, Dad and Elizabeth are like, two weeks? As if that's like an insane <laughs> amount of time to stay in Hawaii, which apparently is like so nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Um, and so, at this time, we also learned that like the land has been in the family for five generations, Bo said that even though it's run down now, it could still be up and running again. There was, yeah, there was um, this, I guess, tribe um, that used to, like, tend to the land. um, And it's been, like, even though, like, this woman, like, owned it, it was, like, these people who, like, took care of it for, like, generations. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and he says the land is still very fertile and, like, could be working again. Yeah, but Dad uh, just like scoffs at this idea, and he's like, this "He's like is it's a beachfront beach property." And, blah, and he's blah, yeah, blah. but the lawyer's like, "Well, they like had sugarcane and pineapple and cattle, and it's like fucking huge." Yeah, they have so much land here, and so um, the entire time that like the adults are talking, Sydney is still just like looking around the place. She's looking in this like cabinet, and she finds this little book, and she picks it up, and it's like a photo album. And so she looks around, and she finds this picture, and it's a picture of her mom. And so it's, like, her mom and a surfboard. Well, like, she doesn't even know it's her mom. She, like, um, she, like, shows her, her, uh, dad and Elizabeth these pictures, and she, like, opens the book, and she's, like, is that mom? Like, not even knowing. Yeah, well, because, like she said earlier, like, she, her mom died when she was so young that she just, like, doesn't really know her, and dad never talks about it, so. Yeah. So, yeah. So dad looks upset whenever he sees the picture, but then he just, like, gets quiet, and so we find out that she's a surfer. Uh, later that night, there's a storm, and Sydney's hanging clothes in her room, and then she takes the picture that she found of her mom, and she puts it in the corner of her mirror, just to, like, I don't know, be connected with her a little bit. So the next day, uh, there's, like, a crew coming to work on the yard. They're, like, trying to tend to everything, because it's just been, like, outgrown the entire time. And so Sydney walks outside, and she follows this black cat that, like, popped out in the house <laughs> earlier that apparently has just been living there or something. Girl, this bad luck. <laughs> yeah, so this cat goes to this run-down barn, and she, like, follows it inside this barn. And the barn is just, like, a bunch of abandoned stuff. Like, it's just, like, it's basically like an old shack, basically. Yeah, it's, like, a bunch of chairs, a bunch of stuff that, like, people don't use anymore. And as she's, like, trying to find the cat, she stumbles across the surfboard that is in the picture with her mom. And she doesn't like, realize it, though. Yeah, and she's like, oh, like, the surfboard's cool or whatever. And so she decides to, like, take it and leave, even she, though she said she's never been surfing before. Yeah, she sees a name that's, like, written up at the top. It says Nani Loa, which I thought it was Mani Loa until they said Nani Loa. Loa later. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she runs back into the land and, like, runs into this girl on a bike. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl compliments the board, and Sydney's like, Oh, yeah. She's like, Oh, like, do you ride? And Sydney's just like, Yeah, well. Well, she doesn't ever, like, outright say yeah. She just kind of, like, nods or something and, like, avoids saying yes or no. Yeah. And so then the girl just keeps going on and on about, like, Oh my God, like, that's probably so cool, and blah, 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 blah. Um, and so then, like, Gia, who is the girl on the bike, assumes that she, like, knows how to ride. And so she, Gia knows who she is. She's like, oh, wait, you're Sydney, right? And she's she, like, you're the long-lost relative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, how do you know? And she's like, this is the islands. News travels fast. I feel like Hawaii's very large. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard 
Like, what? This might just be, like, a tiny, like, island. I really don't know, because from what I've heard, I feel like it kind of is, like, kind of familial, but I, I don't know. I have, I've never been to Hawaii. Here's, okay, so here's a fun fact for all the listeners at home. I have a half-sister who is Hawaiian, and I don't know practically anything about her. Um, like, I met her once, uh, I was, like, two or three at the time, so I don't remember it at all, and it's very confusing. It would have been very useful if I, like, knew her better and could, like, ask her questions or, like, talk to my parents about it, but it's kind of, like, I don't know, a weird thing that I just never learned a lot about. But I do have a sister who is Hawaiian, and that's that. <laughs> Thanks. So, little tidbit. Um, yeah, so later, um, Sydney is showing Gia the pictures that she took of her and her friends. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Well, yeah, and Gia's like, oh, wow, like, those are so good. Like, she's like, take I, some in the water. Like, yeah, and she's like, I wish. Good action shots. I wish I could take pictures like that on your fucking, like, video camera. <laughs> I don't know. And, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But Gia's like, yeah, like, you should come to the water and take some pictures or whatever. Yeah, so later that night, um, Dad and Elizabeth are s- discussing like tourist things they could do and Sydney's like I want to go down to the beach with some new friends that I made today and dad is like no no never well yeah all of their plans are like let's go to a craft fair while we're in Hawaii (laughs) or dad like suggests hiking and like nothing to do with the beach and Sydney's like well I met a friend like I want to go there and dad's like no you can't go to the beach alone with people I don't know that's not allowed (laughs) yeah and then we hear the classic but I'm 13 oh my god yeah and she's like, she promises to be careful. She, you're like, this like, is like warrant. I'm 13. <laughs> well, and she's, she's like 13 years old in real life, so she's not a good actress, right? And she's like, but I'm 13. You're treating me like a baby. Like compared to like Xenon and Marnie, it's like, like 10 <laughs> levels down. <laughs> well, her entire like acting and demeanor. And it's not good. It's just like very like. <laughs> the entire like if you were like if you were in middle school like watching a play like that your classmates are doing (laughs) like this is what it reminded me of of, like like, I remember um like watching like my friends do these plays and or like the speech team or whatever and it was not enthusiastic yeah it's not great but again no offense to my friends from grade school are they listening no (laughs) she goes on this little like rant about being 13 and being careful and all this stuff and we can see that elizabeth is kind of on sydney's side and she's like well i don't know maybe we should like let her have this chance yeah but since yeah but since she's like not like sydney's birth mom she doesn't really want to like cross that line yeah she's just trying to like let him know that like hey maybe we should like hear her out a little bit and dad starts aggressively stating the dangers of the ocean he's like well there's the current and the riptide and you could get taken under and like all this stuff like so much and sydney's like hey what if i stay away from the water i promise i will not even go i just in. sit in the fucking sand yeah i will just stay on the beach and so finally they agree that that's fine yeah, so the next day, as Sydney is leaving for the beach, the realtors of the estate come over, and they're like, oh, we got such big plans. <laughs> yeah, uh, so Sydney kind of watches this happen a little bit, and then she walks away. She walks over to the barn, gets the surfboard, and That she can't use. <laughs> yeah, and walks to the beach. So we know something's kind of up, because she didn't, like, show Dad she had the surfboard, obviously. Yeah, so she goes into the beach, and she meets Gia and her friends. Uh, they made this, like, cool little hut out of, like, sticks and stuff, where yeah. they, like, put all their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Sydney is like still not denying that she doesn't know how to surf. 
Well, um, yeah, and so, like, she, like, sets the surfboard down, like, in the sand, like, flat on the sand, and Gia's like, oh, like, that's a good way to break a fin or like, something. Like, she doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, and so she, like, picks it up and, like, acts like she, like, d- I don't know, she's still trying to pretend like she knows what she's doing. Yeah, so then these three boys come down who are friends with, like, Gia and her friends, and they all go surfing, except for one in a cast who stays behind. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sydney starts taking just, like, pictures of that boy just, like, right next to him. Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's so she, weird. It's he's like, taking his photo, and he's busy, like, watching his friend surf, and then he, like, turns, and he's like, what, did I break your camera? Yeah, like, can you imagine, like, meeting someone for the first time, and then you're both just standing there, and they start, like, taking your picture? No, and, okay, I'm so sorry, but this boy was not cute. He had frosted tips, and he was, like, it was not it. It wasn't even, like, tips. It was, like, highlights. It was not, it wasn't good. And a, the puka shell necklace. Oh, yeah. And, the, and a and bucket the cast, hat. a broken arm. <laughs> So he starts talking about how he broke his arm on, he crashed off a half pipe and broke his arm. Um, and so then, like, yeah, he's like, oh, did I break your camera or whatever? And then. Um, he starts, like, complimenting his friends while Sydney, like, takes her pictures. Yeah. And she's like, does everyone surf around here? And he's like, yeah, unless you're a dork. So Sydney's like, oh, I gotta keep this charade up. Well, yeah, and so he starts asking her about her board and she pretends to know what she's, like, talking about. And so. Then, oh, the kid's name is Kona. So he starts talking about the ocean or whatever, and he goes on some, like, half-deep, like... He's, like, basically describing the difference between a short board and a long board. I didn't even know that was a thing in surfing. I thought all the boards were the same. I don't know, but he's talking about, like, the ocean and stuff, and she's like, like wow, oh, the wind a poet. In, the wind in your veins. She literally is like, you're a poet. Ew. And then, and then from that, he's like, oh, so you've never surfed before. And she's like, what? And she's like, I can tell by the way you talk about the ocean. You've never surfed before. And Sydney's like, yeah, she's like, my parents say it's too dangerous. Yeah, and so apparently all of the girls somehow automatically know this after she said it. So they all start helping her. She's, like, on the sand, like, practicing, like, like paddling paddle and stuff and in the board. But again, up. not in the water, still just, like, on the board. They're like, okay, like, let's go out there. And so Sydney's like, uh, I don't think so. I don't know about this. And Gia kind of gives her a pep talk. She's like, hey, you don't surf for your friends. You surf for you. Like, let's have a good time. I love Gia's encouragement this whole movie. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, you surf for the way it makes you feel inside. It's not about, like, anybody else watching you. Like, let's just give it a try. So Gia, or wait, so, um, Sydney, without, like, a bodysuit or a swimsuit of any sort, she's wearing a tank top and shorts, (laughs) just goes into the ocean. This is her only clothes. She didn't bring clothes to change into. This is what she's wearing. Well, it's kind of like swimming, like, trunks. Kind of. <laughs> I think they were just shorts. <laughs> but, yeah, she starts, like, um, riding out into the water a little bit, like, she's, laying on the yeah, surfboard. Yeah, she's, like, pad- like laying, like, flat on the surfboard as it, like, rides into the shore. Like, very, like, basic, how yeah, I assume you would start surfing. She's still in, like, the shallow water or whatever. Everybody, oh, at this point we see, again, somebody is watching her through binoculars. Don't get an explanation, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, and so she's, like, kind of riding in a little bit. She doesn't do very well. Um, she, yeah, she kind of, she keeps, like, fall, she's, like, having fun, you can tell, but yeah. she, she also keeps, like, falling off, so yeah, she's, like, like, she falls a little bit, but it's not anything bad, like, she just, like, kind of falls off the board, and that's it. Yeah, so she, like, wants to leave, but Gia stops her, and, yeah, she wants to give up, but, and she says, like, she's only there for two weeks, um, because her parents would, like, never move to Hawaii, because they live in Chicago. Yeah. Um, so Gia's, like, well, what do you want? And Sydney just walks away. She just shrugs and leaves. <laughs> She's 13. She doesn't know what she fucking wants. Yeah, so then at home, um, Gia's, or Sydney is in the shower, and Elizabeth comes into her room and, like, picks up her clothes, and she's like, hey, like, can you put your clothes in the hamper or whenever you, like, take right. a shower or something? And um, whenever she picks up the clothes, she feels them, and they're wet. Oh, wait, 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 sorry. 
going back a little bit, whenever Sydney's talking to Gia after they get out of the ocean, she's completely dry. She's not wet <laughs> at all. All of her clothes are dry. Her hair is dry. All of it's dry. Um, but Elizabeth thinks of the clothes. She can kind of tell they're wet. So she kind of basically knows what's going on, but doesn't say She anything. knows she went into the water, which is what she said she wouldn't yeah, do. Yeah, but she's not a snitch. So she doesn't yeah. say anything. <laughs> Elizabeth is... <laughs> Elizabeth knows. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Sydney comes out of the shower. Elizabeth doesn't say anything. Um, and Sydney kind of starts talking to Elizabeth, and she's like, Dad's been just, like, really weird since we got here. And Elizabeth is like, well, it's adult stuff. Like, knowing that, like, he kind of hasn't gotten over the death of their mom. Yeah. But doesn't really, like, go into detail. Well, yeah, she says that he's, like, lost in his own problems. And so Sydney's, like, asking, like, is he mad at me? Like, he treats me like glass, like I'm gonna break. And, and so yeah, and she's like, it's not even like I'm wild, like I'm always so careful. But yeah. then she's like, sometimes I wish I wasn't so careful that I could just try things like everyone else and not think so much, which I felt so oh, hard. Yeah. yeah, well, and Elizabeth is like, hey, like, you just go at your own pace. Like, it's okay that you're like, that you're cautious. Like, that's fine. We love fine. that. <laughs> yeah. So she's just like encouraging her. She's like, I think you make good decisions. Just like, do what you need to do. Do it at your own pace. So that's fun. Yeah, so the next day, or later that day, dad is talking to the realtors um, they said there was a previous buyer whenever Leilani was still alive, but she was not interested in selling. Mm-hmm. And then the realtors showed them this plan for um, developing a resort all on the land. Yeah, they have this whole, like, big-ass diorama of, like, everything they're going to do to the resort and, like, all this stuff. Yeah, we can tell that, like, Sydney is not impressed and the lawyer is definitely not impressed. Yeah, and so Sydney's kind of asking questions about, like, the history and, like, what will happen when they to- tear everything down. Like, right, like, is will anything be preserved? Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, these are, like, historical places or whatever. And the they're realtors like, are, like, trying to please them. They're like, oh, but we, we can do whatever you we want. We can like, negotiate. Well, yeah, and they're like, we can make the house into a charming little restaurant. And they're just like, uh. But, yeah. like, Dad, the entire time, is still kind of, like, pretty much on board, it seems He's like. He's like, oh, this is so great. But the lawyer's, like, rolling his eyes the entire time. Yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> you can tell that the lawyer is, like, sort of, like, a native to the island and, like, cares about it. Yeah, and then Sydney even asked about the beach, and they learned that it'll be, like, private access to the people staying at the resort only, and that's, like, where her friends surf and all this stuff, so you can tell that she's already kind of, like, I don't know about that. The place we go to on Lake Michigan is private access. (laughs) Oh, you guys are fancy. Um, yeah, so Sydney walks away, and then she looks outside, and she sees the guys, like, her guy friends walk by or whatever, And then, yeah, and then we just, like, see a montage of all of her friends surfing. Yeah, Gia and her friends are all surfing. Um, And then Sydney walks with her board. Gia comes to say hi. Uh, She is very encouraging. Yeah, she's very happy that she came back. She's like, yeah, I'm glad that you're here to, like, try again. And then Sydney, again, not wearing a swimsuit, not wearing a (laughs) bodysuit, nothing. She's wearing normal clothes again, decides to get in the water again. And this time she kind of swims out further. We can tell that she's, like, feeling a little bit more adventurous and, like, a little more confident in what she's doing. And so this time she, like, gets up and, like, sits up on the board a little bit and waits for the right wave. And Gia tells her, like, when it's time to, like, swim in and then stand up. And so she does it. And she gets, like, really close to the shore without She falling. literally successfully, like, stands up and rides, rides a wave, like, all the way to the shore her first time standing up on a board. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah, but she, like, makes it all the way there. And then at, the, like, the very end, she ends up falling off. But she's like, oh, my God. Like, she's really excited and, like, exhilarated by it. And her friends are, like, super encouraging. It's, like, very a fun little moment. Yeah. And then we see that there's um, a half pipe, like, up on this hill above the beach, mm-hmm. and Kona was there and was oh. watching the whole time. Yeah, because he can't swim right now with broken arm and everything. Yeah, so Sydney asks uh, Gia if like she if like she likes Kona, and she is like, "Oh yeah, like Kona's my homie, he's my bro." And then Sydney's like, "No, like, do you like are you like together?" And Gia's like, 
No. Well, Gina's like, wait, do you mean like-like? Yeah. she's like, oh, no. She's like, why do you like Kona? And Sydney's just like, mm. And then Sajia goes, hey, Kona! Yeah, Sydney's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and Gina's like, oh, okay, well, I guess if you don't want me to tell him, I won't. But, like, he'd be super psyched about it or whatever. <laughs> she was, like, she wasn't, like, trying to be, like, mean or anything. Yeah, she, she was, was literally, like, just going to tell him. Oh, my God, so funny. <laughs> Um, and so then they, for some reason, go out of the water, they talk about, oh, so Gia starts talking about, like, Kona, and she's like, oh, like, he's a good listener, he's, like, an artist, he draws all those pictures that are over by, like, the little shack that they made. Yeah, Um, so, yeah, so then they go back out into the water, and this big wave comes in, and Gia yells, no, Sydney, not this one, even though they're literally both, like, sitting there, like, the same way, Yeah, neither of them are doing anything. Sydney is not confident enough to just, like, do it. Like, the last time she waited for Gia to tell her what to do, she wouldn't just, like, do this on her own. Right. But for some reason, she decides to do that, and as Well, she doesn't even decide to do anything, they just, like, pretended like she did something. Yeah, and so as this happens, like, the wave is, like, too big, and it's not, like, the right timing, so she gets, like, caught in the current, and, like is, like, stuck under the water. So Gia sees this, she, like, gets off her board, tries to help her, and Kona, from the fucking half pipe at, like, the top... Runs like, down the hill yeah, all and the into down. the ocean with his cast. Yeah, and somehow, so, like, we see this little shot where, like, Sydney's stuck under the water or whatever, and Kona is the one to help her and save her or whatever. So they, okay. like, bring her out of the ocean. She's, like, laying there with all the teenagers, like, surrounding her. And they're, like, go get Gia's mom or whatever. So somebody goes and gets She's Gia's got this, mom. like, cut on her Yeah, head. she's got this cut. She's, like, bleeding, and all of them are, like, oh, my God. She's, like, what? Is it bad? Yeah, so then later Sydney wakes up, like, in this, like, lo- another, like, little house surrounded by, like, tribal masks and statues. And this woman there is, like, do you remember, like, what happened? And, uh, um, I don't know, I didn't write down her answer. <laughs> I don't know, she just kind of starts explaining it. Or oh, wait, whatever. she was like, it was like I was like watching myself drown or something. I don't know, it's not important. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, so this is Gia's mom, which we learned. Her name is Malia. Yeah, we and, don't that for a while, which is annoying. I have to keep yeah. writing Gia's mom. Yeah, I put G's mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she just says, you're so much like her, without, like, any sort of context. Right. So Gia comes back and says, uh, Kona wants to know when she's getting back in the water. And Sydney's like, never. Well, yeah, and she, like, asked about Kona, and, he, and she's like, oh, his cast is soggy, but you made him a hero, so he's pretty proud of it. Yeah, and then, uh, Sydney notices, like, all these surfboards on the wall. It's like a surfboard, like, building shop or whatever. Well, yeah, and so Gia's like, oh, yeah, like, some of those are mine, but they're mostly my mom's or whatever. And Sydney is just like, oh, my God, your mom surfs and Malia's yeah. just like uh I'm not that old and she's like oh no I just I couldn't imagine my dad getting in the water or something right like that. and this is where we learned that Sydney's surfboard broke but it's okay because Malia can fix it yeah um so in Malia's surfboard fixing shop uh she says that Sydney reminds her of Nani Loa from her surfboard and she's like oh like Nani Lo- Loa was like a real person and Malia's like, Nani Loa was your mom's nickname. The surfboard was hers. Surprise! Oh my god. No one's all that coming. Sydney. I already knew that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then we learned that Malia and Sydney's mom, we never actually learned her name. Yeah, I don't. Because <laughs> Nani know. Loa was her nickname, but we don't know what her real name is. I guess that's just what she went by. Um, yeah, so Malia and Nani Loa were BFFs, and dad never even, like, mentioned Malia. Yeah, and Malia seems, like, a little bit hurt by this, but not really surprised. She's just like, yeah. oh, like, you didn't really know who I was. Ooh, I got some things to say about that later. Well, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, so Malia talks about her mom, which is, like, the first time Sydney has ever really heard anyone, like, even describe her, like, what she was like. Yeah, 
Well, and then Malia's like, hey, like, I'm gonna show you something. So they get onto a fucking four-wheeler. Yeah, like, they just, like, take this ATV into the forest. Yeah, so they're just, like, driving around, going to, like, this, like, little spot, like, lookout spot or whatever. And so they get there, and Malia starts telling the story about how, like, the first time that she ever went there, it was with, uh... Sydney's mom and then her like grandma I guess and they saw the whales like jump out of the water and it was like this really awesome yeah like once a year the whales like come to this like shore spot with their young and like flipping fun in the water yeah and so Sydney's like oh my gosh like I want to see that like will you take me and see it or whatever and so Malia says that like yeah like whenever it happens she'll like invite her to come and see it yeah there's like this like big like celebration to celebrate the whales coming in yeah and so at this point Sydney gets home yeah Malia's mom brings Sydney back to the house. Yeah. And she comes. Malia co- brings her back to the house. Yeah. Oh, Sydney. I said Sydney's yeah. mom. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth and dad are like, oh, like, I'm so worried. Like, where were you? And Elizabeth notices um, this cut on Sydney's head, but she doesn't, like, make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Um, we can tell that Malia is not excited to see dad and, like, yeah, tries she's to, like, like, calm like, sitting it. in the corner the entire time. Like, with like, her arms knows, crossed. She knows she has to be there, but she does not want to Yeah, because she's, like, trying to tell them that, like, Sydney's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. We took yeah. care of her. And Sydney admits that she went surfing because she wanted to be a part of something. And at this, Dad immediately glares at Malia and sends Sydney to her room. Well, yeah, and, like, Sydney apologizes. She's like, I know that I, like, disobeyed your orders, but, like, you don't understand what it's like to, like, always feel like you're on the outside and just, like, want to try right. something. Right, and especially since, like, she felt that these people, like, invited her in so quickly. Yeah. And, like, not only that, but, like, kind of, like... This connection that she never felt to her mom, either. Yeah, yeah. and so, like, she doesn't have time to explain this, but Dad immediately sends her up to her room, and so she has to go up to her room, and, like, Elizabeth kind of, like, is taking her upstairs because she knows that she's upset, and she kind of knows that, like, Dad is, like, flying off the handle for, like, unjust reasons. Yeah. And so he knows that there's more to the story, but Dad starts, like, yelling at Malia, and he's just like, this is all your fault, like, you're the one who took her surfing, you're telling me that you weren't there, like, watching her the entire time, like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, she's like, he's like, you put her up to this, and she's like, no, like, she wanted to do this herself, and then she's like, why doesn't she know my name? Like, I can only imagine, like, how fucking angry I would be if, like, my best friend died, and then her shit husband took her daughter, and I never saw her again. Well, yeah, and, like, that's the thing, like, they were such good friends. Like, that was her best friend, like, her entire life. And so, like, even when, like, this is kind of implied, like, whenever she was little, like, they were, like, still such close friends whenever Sydney was little. And so, um, I don't know, she starts talking about the ocean or whatever, and at some point, Malia says, the ocean is a great healer. Like, you need to let Sydney do what she wants to do here, whatever. But Dad says, the ocean is a great destroyer. And so that's kind of, like, the whole outlook of the movie. I thought that that was, like, kind of important, because, like, Dad sees the ocean as, like, this horrible thing. And Malia's like, it's not that. Like, just because bad things happen doesn't mean, like, it's a horrible thing. And so this entire time that they're having this conversation, Elizabeth and Sydney are both, like, listening to it. Like, Sydney's (laughs) sticking her head out the window, like, listening. And Elizabeth is kind of, like, in the background during this conversation. Yeah, so after Malia kind of, like, storms off, um, Elizabeth uh, starts telling Dad that, like, you know, she's not wrong. And Elizabeth is like... I don't know how to be with you if you can't let go of your first wife. Like, it's like, like, you obviously love her, and, like, that's fine, but, like, she would want you to be happy. Well, and the whole thing is, she's like, I don't know how to fight with someone who's dead. She's like, if there were, like, someone who was, like, trying to steal you from me and she was alive, like, that would be different, but she's dead, right. and I can't change that. And she's basically just telling the him that he needs to heal, because he's never yeah. dealt with that. Like, we find this out later, but he literally, like, as soon as the mom died, he just, like, packed up and left, and that was it, and he's never been back since. 
toxic masculinity is the worst. (laughs) Yeah, and so it's not good at all. And so Elizabeth calls him out on it or whatever, and he's like, she's like, what you're doing is just hurting everyone. Right. So Elizabeth is, like, upset. They're all kind of upset. Um, So the next morning, Sydney is watching the beach from the lookout, like, the little spot that she was at earlier, and then Gia comes over and, like, says hi. Gia asks if she's okay. She says that Malia kind of talked to her about, like, what happened and, like, the whole situation. Yeah, she's like, Dad is so mad at me. And Gia's like, oh, is it about your mom's accident? And Sydney's like, how do you know about that? Did your mom tell you? Well, and she's just like, what can you tell me about it or whatever? Yeah. And so... Uh, Gia kind of realizes that, like, Sydney doesn't know anything, and she doesn't think it's her place, because it kind of seems like she knows more than she starts telling. Yeah, cool, because all she says is that um, it was an accident, and it was in the ocean, and she says that she doesn't really know much more than that. Yeah, Malia was there. She, like, mentions that, like, my mom was there, and she's, like, says she doesn't know more than that, but it sounds like she does. Like, it seems like the way she's telling it, she knows more of the story, but she doesn't feel like it's her place to, like, Right, and she's like, well, have, like, you ever asked your dad? And Sydney's like, um, no, I never made my dad tell me yeah and um, she is like you know it's never it's never too late to find out mm-hmm. so later that night sydney is looking through her mom's old yearbook she flips to a page apparently her mom was miss miss sports, sports queen yeah and 1983 so, yeah. action girl <laughs> nani loa <laughs> and like it wasn't just like oh she was good at surfing apparently she was good at every sport they offered because she also all did pictures were her. she also did track swimming basketball and tennis apparently she was just the best yeah and there's this picture of her, like, on the plantation, but in front of this, uh, like, little house that we have not seen yet. Yeah. Um, so Sydney runs to the beach with her yearbook in hand, and she comes across the three girls in a braiding train. Yeah, and so Gia's, like, sitting in the front, and her hands are, like, sitting on her lap, like, she's, like, meditating, and so... She starts Sydney- talking, and the girls are like, shh! She needs to concentrate. Yeah, so they're, like, praying to some, like... Like the surf goddess. Yeah, and they're asking her to, like, get some gnarly waves for the next for, day. Yeah, well, they, like, they put flowers in their hair, and then, like, they didn't even, like, tie the braids. All the braids came out. Yeah, I don't know, but they, yeah, they start, like, praying for gnarly waves the next day. And, and then, then the boys come down and attack them with water. Well, two of the boys come down and attack them with water guns. Yeah, and so they all laugh and have, like, a cute little moment. Yeah, so then Sydney goes up to the hi- half pipe where Kona is at, and she's like, oh, I never got the chance to thank you for saving me. She life. literally, okay, so she watches him skate, and then she starts clapping, and then she's like, oh, like, thank you for saving my life. <laughs> and then he gives her this, like, caricature as, like, a surfing photographer. Did you ever, like, see those when you were kids? My cousins had those in their house where it was, like, their heads, like, really big, and yeah. then, like, they were, like, I don't know, playing basketball or something. Yeah, you get those at Six Flags. I never got them because you had to, like, pay for them. They were expensive, but I've only had one character done of me before. Character? Character? Kutcher done of me before and it was at our senior lock-in Same. because it was like but it was like different it wasn't like you like doing something it was just well, like yeah. sitting there and it was a picture of me and our other roommate and I can't tell who is who in the picture because <laughs> neither of us are wearing our glasses and we have like similar length hair mine so. was with Maddie Switzer and she had sunglasses on the top of her head she's also like a foot taller than me so yeah. it's pretty easy to tell yeah yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> so we drew her character, and Sydney's like, oh my god, It's like 13-year-old. Wow. Yeah, and she's like, wow, this is so good. And then she shows the, like, yearbook picture of her mom, and she asks if he knows where the picture was taken. And he's like, oh yeah, like, that's the abandoned plantation house. And she's like, hey, will you, you take, take me, there? me there? And he's like, it's kind of haunted, but like, yeah, sure, let's go. And then he goes, can you ride? Or something like that? Yeah, so they get fucking horses. I don't know why they had to get horses. I don't know where these horses came from. I don't know whose horses they are. They definitely could have walked faster because these horses are super slow. Well, it's Kona, Gia, and uh, Sydney Sydney now. 
And so they're, like, riding the horses. There's, like, a two-minute montage of them just, like, riding. It's really long. <laughs> yeah. Of them just, like, riding over to this little plantation house. So they get there, and they, like, look around a little bit. Cindy starts taking pictures, and then Gia and Kona start, like, arguing and, like, play fighting. And so Gia grabs his hat and then, like, throws it to Cindy. And Cindy's, like, running around, like, trying to, like, take it away from him. And Kona's chasing her the entire time. They end up, like, going into the house, into this, like, room. And all of a sudden, everything gets, like, quiet and, like, solemn. And Cindy's, Cindy's like, like, this was my mom's room. Yeah, she's like, I've been here before. My mom showed me around when I was a baby. Apparently, and, she like, has this memory now, even though she yeah. said she can barely remember what her mom looks like. I don't know. She was like, I must have only been, like, two or three, but I remember this. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so then, uh, we, we cut quickly to, um, the realist, the realtor is showing the family a new offer, and they have a 72-hour deadline. Yeah, and so Um, the realtors encourage them to sell, because it's a very generous offer, um, and so... Sydney is in her bedroom at night, uh, she hears this noise outside, and it's Gia and Kona, like, throwing a rock at her window, and they're like, Malia said it's time. With, and we know that it means, like, the whales are here. Yeah, and so we cut to this whole luau. There's, like, people dancing. It looks so much fire, fun. There's music. It looked really cool. And so Gia's like, hey, like, let's go dance. So Gia tries to start teaching Sydney, like, how to, like, dance and stuff. Like, who, is it hula? Is I that? think it is. I, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. But she tries to, like, teach her how to dance. And Sydney's like, I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. So she walks, like, away um, and so her other friends are like, oh, try like, this taunt her with, like, ha, this ha, weird ha, ha. food. And she takes it and eats it like a fucking G. Yeah. And, and so she's like, like oh, they tried it. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, this is whenever I realized that Kona had frosted tips. I said, Kona has frosted tips, LOL. Um, <laughs> and so then over on the side, there's this, like, older lady. And there's all these kids sitting around. She's telling a story. I don't know what language she's speaking. Well, I looked. Not English. In the subtitles, it said woman speaking in Hawaiian. Oh, okay. I don't know if there's, like, an actual name for that or if it's just called Hawaiian. I think. Well, I tried looking it up, too. I was like, is this, like, racist? <laughs> I think there's, like, an actual, like. I, yeah. But she's speaking in a different language. And so Sydney kind of seems intrigued. So Kona starts, like, translating the story for her. And it's about some girl and boy, and they fall in love. Um, but to prove their love to the king, the girl has to surf in the great tsunami. They, yeah. But no one has ever survived surfing in the great tsunami before. And so Sydney, all of a sudden, is just super interested. And she's like, what happens? And so uh, the girl is like, oh, well, like, I have to try, even though it might be dangerous. And so then she, like, they start telling the story. She, like, went out into the water. And then she turns to Kona and she's like, did they do it? Like, did they survive? And then they have this awkward moment where it's they like, really look it's... at each other. There's, like, three seconds of, like, delay. And then they, like, kiss. And then after that, he, like, t- he, like, translates the like, story. the rainbows like, were there on their wedding day. It was so awkward. I hated it so yeah, much. it was so much. And then their friends luckily come over and interrupt this moment. They're like, hey, like, come on, let's go like see. The, yeah, the whales are here. Yeah, and so they go over. And the whales, it's like this, like, horrible CGI. That's what I wrote. I said it's horrible so, CGI whale. It's so shallow that, like, if that whale was really there, it would have been, like, half underwater and, like, half above the water. It wasn't good. It was the year 2000. This was a decom. I was expecting these to be like I don't it. know baby whales like how like the sea turtles go <laughs> I, I don't know it was no last song baby sea turtles let right tell you that. <laughs> but Sydney is amazed anyway she said it was magical and like she thanks Malia for inviting her and Malia said that some people believe that whales connect like the people who are alive now to their ancestors and so Sydney's like oh like my mom wow 
Um, and so also during this time, she says that aloha means never alone. I tried to look that up and I don't really know. I'd have to have somebody else explain it to me because I know it means like hello and goodbye, but people say it's really like there's a spirit of aloha. And I think that's kind of what she's talking about, not like the actual like meaning of the word. Um, and then uh, Sydney starts asking about the accident. She asked if Malia was there and then she asked her to tell her about it. And Malia's like, are you sure that you like want to hear about it? And Sydney's like, yeah, I want to know. So Malia starts telling her the story. She said that there was this, like, it was a great day for surfing. They had all of these awesome waves. Um, Mom was so excited. And so they had been surfing all day, having so much fun. And then they were going in for their lap. Like, they were going in because they were tired. And during that time, Malia was, like, in the front. Mom was behind her. And this giant wave, like, took her mom up, like, under into the wave. And the only thing that Malia could see was her surfboard, like, fly up into the air. So she knew that Mom was, like, stuck in the water, swept toward the rocks. And so, um, oh, yeah, so she, like, tried to help her, but they couldn't find her. I don't really know. They didn't explain, like, how they ever, like, got her out of the water or anything. But the next thing she talks about is that her dad, uh, Sydney's dad, couldn't even listen to the story. Like, she, he didn't even want to know the details. He just picked them all up, and they left. And that was, I like, took that as, like, did he even, like know what completely happened i don't know well because he talks about it later and he does but i guess that he was just like he didn't want to process it i guess which like is understandable but also not healthy in the long term like you have to do it especially at some point. 13 fucking years later yeah and so um sydney starts talking and she said that or malia says that your mom was fighting so hard to get out of there just for you or whatever and sydney at this point is angry she's angry at her mom she's like how could my mom take that risk like i have to grow up without a mom now and she's like so angry and malia tells her that sydney and her dad need to forgive her mom and sydney's like why should we forgive her and she's like for your own sake like you have to let this go <laughs> and so sydney arrives home the morning like in the morning it's it was nighttime at this point and so she gets home Malia gives her a ride she goes inside and dad's kind of like stay, stayed up looking for her not looking for her but just like waiting for her she's like hey like I left a note I was with Malia and dad doesn't really like get that mad at her he's just like I know I saw the note and that's like kind of it and then well Sydney kind of yells at dad for never telling her what happened to mom he's like she's just like why did you never tell me and then she goes into her room and takes the picture that she put of her mom up in the mirror rips it and then cries on her bed um and then back like out in the living room uh dad is talking with Elizabeth and he's like I blame myself for not like being there for not like convincing like telling her not to go out and basically like for not saving her mm-hmm. and then he's like and then I left, I never thought I'd be happy again, but then I fell in love with you, Elizabeth, and then I felt guilty for being happy because she's not here. And Elizabeth is like, she would want you to be happy, and you you both need to work through this. Well, yeah, and she's like, you can't blame yourself. Like, this would have happened regardless. Like, it's it was not an accident. Yeah, fault. it was an it's accident. An accident. Yeah. Uh, so Dad and Sydney take a walk, and Sydney says that she used to, like, make things up about her mom because people would ask her, like, what was your mom like, and she had no idea. Um, so dad, like, finally tells her, like, all the stuff. I didn't write it down. Well, yeah. Well, dad starts saying, he's like, you know, you're a lot like your mom. And so Sydney is like, oh, like, I am. Like, that's exciting for her. Because, again, she, like, doesn't know her, like, birth mom at all. And so he's talking about how, like, oh, she was, like, super beautiful, but her beauty shone from the inside out. And, Mm. like, she basically was just, like, really good. And everyone really liked her because she was just how they talk about any victim from Dateline. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Uh, sweet baby angel. Yeah. Yeah, and so... Uh, and then, yeah, so then Dad gives the decision of what to do with the land to Sydney. So it's up to her whether they sell and they turn it into resort or if they, like, want to keep it. And Sydney's like, do you think we could, like, live in Hawaii? 
and dad doesn't really answer. Well, and Sydney's like, well, what about the money? And dad's like, I'm not going to lie and say that, like, we couldn't use the money because dad is only a teacher. I don't know what the, if they say what Elizabeth is, but, like, they don't have a lot of money, but apparently they have enough money to just, like, fly to Hawaii. So, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Sydney doesn't really know what to do yet because she's 13 years old and having right. to like, make this huge decision, but she is appreciative that dad has finally, like, kind of let her have a say in her own life, and this, like, technically is her land, so. Yeah, so later she tapes tapes the picture of her mom back together and put, puts it back up in the mirror, and then she photoshops a picture of the two of them together. Well, she just, like, she basically just, like, puts both of their images up on the screen, but for some reason she shows this, like, stupid process of her doing it. Well, it's supposed to be, like, she's, like, really good at this, and it's just, like, enhanced photo, and it's, like, combined together. Well, she's just trying to, like, see if she looks like her mom. Basically, that's it, but... Uh, later that day, she runs over to her friends who are on the boardwalk, and all of her friends, Gia and Gia, Hannah, yeah. aren't there, but all the other ones are there, and they just, like, give her the cold shoulder entirely. She's like, what is going on? Like, why are you guys doing this? And so one of the girls, like, hands her a newspaper, and it says that they are selling the land, and, like, they're gonna build a resort. And so she's like, that, like, we haven't signed the papers or whatever, but they don't really want to hear it. So she goes... She goes to Gia and Malia's house, but no one's home. Uh, yeah. But she finds Kona working in the surfboard shop. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he put the caricature that he drew of Sydney on Mom's surfboard. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. It's really weird. Uh, and we also find out that Gia defended her when one of their friends said that Sydney was just going to take the money and leave. Yeah. And so she asks where Gia is, and Kona ends up telling her. So she goes and find her, finds Gia, and Gia's like, this is, like, my spot where I want to be alone. Like, why are you here? And she's like, well, Kona told me told me where you are. And Gia seems, like, mad at her a little bit, and she's like, she, I don't think she ever, like, flat out says, like, the decision hasn't been made yet or whatever. But she's just trying to talk to, G- to Gia. She's super, like, angry. Um, there's something about, like, somebody's waving and it's, or somebody's surfing and there's some, like, really big waves or whatever, and she's like, oh, like, that doesn't seem safe, like, you've never surfed in anything like that, have you? And Gia's like, well, Malia would kill me if she knew, but one time, and she tells a story about how her dad promised to call her on her birthday, and he, like, travels, I guess, we don't really learn a lot about her dad, but he forgot to call her, and so she was so upset about it. But she, but we can tell, like, her dad is not a present in her life, because she's like, I should have known. Yeah. And so she's so upset about it that she, like, goes out to the ocean. She starts surfing, even though, the like, the waves weren't very, like, safe or something. Okay, well, it's also, like, I guess, like, for children, it's dangerous to, like, surf by yourself, yeah. like, in case something happens. Yeah, and so she says that she, like, was fine and everything, and it was able to just, like, surf away her feelings of hurt or whatever. And so then Sydney pulls out the newspaper, and she's like, have you actually read this article? Like, there's a lot of, like, protections in place to, like, keep like, the island. Like, trying to defend it. Yeah, and so Gia gets angry at this, and she's like, a, re- a resort would change everything, like, even with their pre- provisions. It would change the land, it would change, like, the creatures in the sea, like, all of this stuff. And so, uh, Sydney, so, all of a sudden, Sydney gets very angry, too, and she asks Malia asked if Malia and Gia planned to make friends with her. And so this is the part where we kind of find out, I'm pretty sure... Was it Malia in the binoculars? Yeah, because... they never confirmed that. Yeah, but I think that we're supposed to, like, infer that from this interaction. So she asked them, and Gia kind of, like, doesn't respond at first, and she's like, answer my question, Gia. And Gia's like, well, at first, like, we tried to, like, get to know you so you could, like, see the island and, like, want to stay here or whatever. And she's like, but it changed. Like, we became friends, and, like, I promise, like, I'm really your friend. And Sydney is just, like, so angry. She's like, no, you're lying to me. Like, you've made me look stupid, and then... Right, because, like, everyone knew that, like, she didn't know how to surf in the beginning, yeah. and... 
Yeah, and so Gia tries to, like, I don't know, Gia's mad now, too, and she's like, well, you look stupid all on your own or whatever. And so then Sydney's like, what about Kona? And Gia doesn't say anything, but she doesn't, like, deny. She calls her, like, a stupid lovesick puppy. Yeah. That, like, Kona pretended to like her. Yeah, and so Gia, so Sydney is like, fine, you got what you want. I'm leaving and I'm selling the island or whatever. Nice. She storms off. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, as the family is walking into the realtor's office, Malia watches them from, like, she was, like, parked downtown or whatever. Yeah. Uh, she's not happy. So they lay down the contracts and they, like, pour sparkling cider, like, getting ready for Sydney to sign so they can celebrate. Mm-hmm. And she takes the pen and puts it toward the paper, but then picks it back up again and then watches her friends out the window and then takes the pen and then puts it back toward the paper again. It takes, like, ten minutes. Yeah, but we never see what happens because we see Sydney Because the scene off. cuts yeah, to Sydney. runs off over to Malia's house and she goes inside and she's like, hey, is Gia here? And Malia seems not very happy to see Sydney. And so she's like, no, Gia's really upset about what's going on. And she's like, well, I just wanted to talk to you guys about this first. Like, and I don't Malia's, want you to hear it from anyone else. Yeah, Malia's like, I don't want to hear the details about this. Like, I don't care. But then Malia, like, apologizes for what they did. She's like, we shouldn't have, like, tried to, like, basically rec- recruit you or whatever. We just thought, like... If you saw the island and, like, got to know, like, your heritage, you would feel differently. Well, and, and I think also for Malia, there's a part of it that was, like, this was my best friend's daughter who I haven't seen since she was so young. And, like, I want her to know. And also, I'm sure, like, that plantation was, like, probably a home to her. Because, like, even whenever they went to the the old house where her mom's room was, mm-hmm. uh, Gia was like, oh, yeah, but, like, my mom said they had, like, luau's here all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so... After that, she gives her a locket, and it has a picture of Sydney from when she was, like, a little child, and then her mom in this, like, little locket. So Sydney takes this. She goes to the skate park, skate park looking for Gia. Kona's there and says that Gia, like, took off. She was, like, super upset. Uh, Kona seems mad, and he tells her that... Gia told everyone that Sydney was gonna just sign the papers and leave, and then Gia just kind of, like, took off. Well, yeah, and then she also, Gia also said that Sydney didn't care about any of them, and so Sydney, like, runs away, because she knows what's going on. She, like, goes over to look at the ocean, and Kona follows her, and and she's, like, he's, like, what's going on? She's, like, Gia's probably out in the water, like, by herself, because she said that that's what she does when she's upset. And so they split up to go look for her. Sydney, like, goes down to the beach, and she spots, like, Gia's stuff on a rock, so she knows that she's probably out in the ocean somewhere, but she can't see her. So then she sees her board just, like, in the water, but Gia isn't on it. So she runs into the, the water. Um, the little, like, foot attacher is also broken. Yeah, so she runs into the water with Gia's board, and she's, like, paddling out trying to find her. The waves are, like, really crazy, but Sydney sees Gia's hand. So Gia gets, like, caught and, like, pulled under the current. Sydney, like, gets off, helps her up to the board, and they start, like, swimming into the shore or whatever. Gia explains that she, like, crashed and hit a reef. And we can see that um, her shirt is ripped and her arm is, like, all scratched up and bloody on one side. So they, like, get to the shore. Kona, like, tries to help them once they're already in the shallow part. Like, (laughs) they're fine. So they, like, get down there. Um, and then Kona, yeah, Kona goes to grab a towel while they sit on the shore, and Sydney's like, I did not mean anything I said about hating you all, and Gia's like, I didn't mean any of it either. Yeah, and Gia's like, I lied to you about Kona, that wasn't true. Yeah, she's like, Kona really likes you, and, like, I really like being your friend. Like, it was, like, to save the resort in the beginning, but it is true that... I do care for you. Yeah, and so Sydney's like, I have something to show you. So she goes and grabs the contract. She she's just like, kept the unsigned contract. Yeah, she's like, I didn't sign it. Like, I'm staying here, girly. Yeah, she's like, we're moving to Hawaii. Wow. <laughs> and they're all like, yay. Yeah, and, well, 
well, they do a, a kind of good job of Gia still having an injured arm because they, like, hug her and she's like, ow, ow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then we quickly cut to the house, and Malia is talking to Dad and Elizabeth on the porch, and they're just kind of like, well, I'll probably, like, get a teaching job here, and we'll just make it work. And we can kind of see, like, Dad and Malia have, like, made up somehow. Yeah, a little bit. And I think Elizabeth was probably a big driver in that. Yeah. Elizabeth oh my god, I hope Elizabeth and Malia become best friends. Elizabeth is the only healthy adult in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we cut to Sydney sitting on a surfboard in the middle of the water, and she's narrating, and she's like... Aloha means hello and goodbye, and I know my mom is watching over me. Yay. And then her friends call her over, like, further out into the ocean, and she goes and takes pictures of them surfing while in the water, I guess. Yeah, and then she does a thumbs up, and that's the end And of then, the yeah, then the screen pauses, <laughs> and then it fades to black. That's it. Uh, um, do, you, <laughs> do you have a favorite quote? Uh, I don't think I did. I had one. Let me. I don't. Oh, it's because I... I, a new subject in my five-subject notebook happened oh, in the middle wow. of this. Oh, okay. So, oh, it's oh, so it's whenever um, Sydney first meets Kona, and she just starts, like, taking his picture, and he's watching his friends, and he's just, like, kind of complimenting them, and he says, fat snap, leg bottom turn, she's going off. Fat as in P-H-A-T, and, she, <laughs> and then Sydney goes, that's good, right? And he goes, that's hot. <laughs> meaning like oh she's on fire oh, the way that people talk about sports and movies is a lot it's surfers do you really talk like that i don't i want to know if you surfed in the early 2000s did you talk <laughs> like that because johnny tsunami really made it seem like you did too <laughs> um oh one of the other things i didn't actually do a lot of research on this but i did want to touch on it a little bit so um sydney is supposed to be half hawaiian mm-hmm. um i do not believe that com- Camilla Bell is? I didn't think... Oh, yeah. I was going to say something about how no non-Hawaii... Well, I assume, like, Hawaiians, like, know how to handle themselves in the sun and, like, also have, like, a lot of, like, um, built-up protection. Mm -hmm. But none of these non-Hawaiians got sunburned. (laughs) And I was angry at the lack of inaccuracy. Sydney never put on sunscreen. And she was pretty pale. She was half white. And, like, her skin did not, like, reflect that of her mother, who, like, in the picture that we saw was definitely, like, looked Native Hawaiian. Yeah. Well, and that was just something I wanted to say. This was the early 2000s, so they did not really care about casting accurately. Right. But it is important, and so... uh, I think they were just, like, she has dark hair, so she'll do. Well, yeah. Again, I don't know. Maybe Camila Bell does have some, like, Hawaiian in her at some (laughs) point, but I just wanted to talk about how it would have been more accurate and probably better if they casted someone who actually was Hawaiian. Yes. And that's why Moana is good. (laughs) We love Moana. (laughs) How do you rate this? So I gave this three stars out of five. I thought it was pretty good, but not, like, super good. Yeah. The same way. I did two and a half out of five. I put it at 16 um, below, up, up, and away, and above Northern Lights. I put this at number 12. Uh, Don't Look Under the Bed is above it, and Under Wraps is below it. So that's it. Next week we're going to watch Miracle in Lane 2. We have a young Frankie Muniz. Oh my god! Yeah! (laughs) I was going to count how many sports decoms there are. Girl, that's like almost all of them. Like, (laughs) there's so many. I started watching, okay, I started watching High School Musical, the musical, the series on Disney+. And it made me think a lot about High School Musical, obviously. And I was about to count down how many movies we had until then. But considering <laughs> we're only in April of 2000, I thought we still got six years. <laughs> yeah, we still have a while. But 
That's it. This was I feel I was like of. I feel like we need to have like a big like celebration whenever we get to high school musical. It is gonna be like a two hour podcast probably. We're gonna have to like split it into two. I don't know. It's gonna be really, really good. I can't wait. <laughs> it's gonna be good, guys. Just wait. It'll be amazing. We promise. <laughs> so Okay, bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs>